Hello, and welcome to the family that podcasts together. You did something different last time, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Oh, darn. Missed my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, we will have to introduce next time. <laughs> we can always just start over. No, that's fine. <laughs> then I have to think about it, and oh. I'll get nervous. So, today, under my suggestion, we're going to talk about what is sin? And the reason why I want to talk about this is because when Randy and I were in youth ministry, we used to preach to the kids about all these things that you should not do. Or it would cause, like, damage. You know, like the whole courtship argument that we went through, and they show you a tomato, and they stab it every time you have a relationship, and then you're ending up with this hot mess. I don't remember that analogy at all. Yeah, you stab it with a straw or something, and then it's got a bunch of holes in it. Yeah. But it's not relationships. Every time you have sex. Oh, it was totally relationships. (laughs) Because you're giving part of your heart away to Mm. each one of those people. Oh, right, right, right. So when you find the one, you're giving them a piece of garbage. Yeah. That's really good for your self-esteem. Yeah, isn't it? uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about what is sin, because... My thoughts on sin have changed a lot since then. Yep. All I have is the that Sunday school answer that's like it's archery related, yeah. so it's missing the mark. Missing the mark. Yeah, like you miss the bullseye. Yeah. You miss the mark. That's oh. what sin is, because perfection is the mark. Wow. We missed the mark because we're not Jesus. That's steep. I just think it has caused a lot of guilt and shame, and it's not productive to view things that way. So do we want to define it? Yeah. Don't look at me. I gave my definition. (laughs) (coughs) I'm not positively sure how I would define it what is sin well how have you defined it how has it been defined to you well I've always felt that it was being outside of God's will, not following, adhering to the Ten Commandments. Really, you know, there's like a hundred that you're supposed to follow. No, there's ten. <laughs> Actually, there's only two. There's ten, but <laughs> there's ten, but under each number, there's an A, B, C, D. You know, and then under those, there's a one, two, three. Lots of attachments there. So I'm not really sure what sin equals. (laughs) This isn't the Jeanette podcast. (laughs) Is it though? No, it's not. It would be very boring and very short. (laughs) 
Well, I don't want any part of the subject, so that's that's, that's just was, too bad. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Drug into this one, kicking and screaming. Um, so on the definition side, let me let my brain camp there for a little bit, because the uh, <clears throat> the analogy of missing the mark. So God's got a plan or a scheme, or, uh, an idea or a way of that he wants you to go and if you deviate at all that's sin mm -hmm. and attaching to kind of what you're talking about on the Ten Commandments all a hundred of them is I guess the struggle of it is is, is it really all comes down to morality I mean, it's sin is just an absence of a certain moral code. Mm -hmm. Is really what most people kind of go with. Like, I have this idea of this is where you're supposed to live, the mark, mm -hmm. and when you deviate from that at all, you have somehow come in under the the moral line, and that's sin. biblical side it says you know he that knows he that knows to do right but doesn't sins so I guess there is a moral aspect to it in that way but but what is right I mean outside of the don't kill don't steal man that was really kill that got super country. Don't kill. Kill. <laughs> Killed over. Like, yes. <laughs> when you kill someone, they kill over. They kill over. Yeah, they <laughs> killed them dead. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. I, I mean, you know, the big ones that everybody talks about. Adultery. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you know, the ones that send you straight to the hot place. Being gay. What's that thing you used to say? <laughs> something about the don't something chew and don't <coughs> do. Oh, don't cuss, don't chew, don't date the girls who do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that hundreds of times in my life. Uh, that's Dad's that. favorite saying for a long time. <laughs> but is it a sin to cuss? Are we getting into that? I mean, I want to know. Like, depends on who you talk. Who to. Who you talking to? Exactly. What's the mark? Exactly. Because for some people, when you say what? like, oh, go ahead. Like, they it's almost counted under like using God's name in vain. Like, cussing is kind of in that. Because like, when I went to a private Christian elementary school, they they categorized that whole commandment as like, watch your words. So your holy speech. That well, kind of thing. that's Philippians. Philippians yeah, is they, they the let no, under that one. let no unholy talk come out of your mouth, let yeah. it hold it out, which is beneficial for uh, uplifting and exhortation. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean curse words. <clears throat> that could be gossip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could. Slander. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. How specific? Be and the reason why is because as the church... As a whole, the church as a whole, we have hammered. Who's we? The church. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all in that. <laughs> We're going to make Aaron this <laughs> We have hammered sin. That's the product. I mean, that's the, that's the fear. Yeah. Sin? Mm, sure. That's the thing that's put you in the hot place. And so that's the... Is it though? In the, in the context of what you're talking about. Oh, you're not getting me to an answer this quick. <laughs> because if there's only one way to Jesus, only one way to God, and that's Jesus, and you ask him into your heart, that's all. So there's being a good person, which to me means morals. I think we've hounded on too many things calling them sin. Let me flip the script because I'm bored with this already. (laughs) It's because you won't talk about it. Well, I, yeah. So, (laughs) let's, let's, let me play devil's advocate. Let me do that. I don't like it when you do that. (laughs) So, so people will use that with with the church but honestly we're in a culture now that there are unforgivable sins that they won't use that word but offenses or things that will get you canceled or whatever word you want to use but there's there's certain perceptions there's certain ways of speak that are sinful in society now and they they can act like there's so it's a moral high horse that people are on to where they say I'm trying to stay as we talked about this before. Like I'm trying to stay as non-political as possible, but everything's political, so you can't talk about anything. But I mean, when it comes down to thing like pronouns, you know, it's a struggle in society. People are trying to figure this out, and if you use the wrong one, you've sinned. And it's not even intentionally. If you accidentally use the wrong one with some people. Their moral compass is set in such such a way that you have missed the mark, and now you are deemed a sinful being, using the word sinful in this context. But you're a sinful being that's do some justice. So I mean, I don't think it's just a church thing. We just use that terminology. I I don't hear. The word sin used outside of church. That's exactly what I just said. We just use certain terminology, but it's the same concept. The difference being the eternal damnation side of it. Ta- taboos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I think every culture is like that. I mean, there were things in biblical times that were similar. You know, it was very easy to be kicked out of that culture. I mean, we have the whole Bud Light thing going on right now. And all the rednecks are all tore up about a dang can yep. of something that tastes like pee anyways. But but they're all tore up about it. And they, it's, it's a moral high horse that they're on. And it's a taboo in their culture. And... But then also, 
dig a little deeper in their own culture and the beer can itself is a taboo. So where's the end of that line? <clears throat> I mean, Romans 3.23 is the end of the line. Sounds to me like the problem isn't the sin, but the judging. That's my point. Or, and this has been the family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> like, where do you go with that? And and I know I'm being overly cautious. Because I can, I can sit and chase the thought all over the place. I am at that place of, I don't really care. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a quote-unquote good person. I don't really care. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to, I'm just doing what I can do. I'm not going to get too hung up on other people. When they put the responsibility of their lives on me, I've got a problem. Like, that's the thing that I run into, is is that side of it. Like, I really don't care. I'm not going to get hung up on the sin word of it. Like, I'm more I'm more apt to ask somebody kind of the Dr. Phil question, like, how's that working for you? Like, is that thing that you're basing your life decisions on or that is that working out? Are you happy? Is it like well, if you're not, then think about something different. And so I don't I don't know. I don't I just don't want to get that's why I don't want to dive into the subject because I just don't want to get hung up on that. Well, I think like avoiding the term sin like you and just people have arbitrarily chosen standards of behavior and I think a lot of that is where even specifically with church hurt is just people choosing random standards to plant their flag in and and that's like I'm staunchly going to stand here and there's no real reason for it like I mean, I remember a time in my life when I would never even consider wearing a pair of jeans on a Sunday morning. Like, that, that's below standards. So it's not, it wasn't, like, if you're looking at our experience in the ministry or people's experience with church or in general, I think it's more of standards that have been set more so than sins. But I think even, even like dad's talking with not wanting to get hung up on it and stuff like that and living in a way of, of I'm just going to live my life and stuff like that. But like in that mindset, what is sin? Like where we're at. Because mm-hmm. we're just talking about the people that we grew up around or the church that we were in ministry with but for people who are in the same place as us what is sin? what is the implications yeah that's my big question mark because I don't view sin the same way that I used to things that I used to think were you know 
horrific. I don't feel that way anymore. So. Well, see, I've moved from the point of sin being a list. Mm-hmm. It's not a list. Like, it's... Because it's more... <clears throat> things are more... When people talk that way, it's more culturally related than it is biblically related. Mm-hmm. So, things that were culturally unacceptable in the 50s wasn't even necessarily just church because of church it was just the culture itself I mean think of Desi and Lucy I mean on that that show they couldn't have this they couldn't have one bed in their bedroom they were married and and for the bedroom scenes they had two separate beds and so people you know they went went to bed fully dressed and into their beds and it was just because cultural it wasn't just church but culturally you just you, couldn't you just, show that you on just television. couldn't do that yeah <clears throat> and so <clears throat> so that was on a that was on a sin list somewhere in you know written or unwritten um and so i mean i, I just i don't know it's, it's it's changed and even when somebody is doing something that I look at and I go, oh, that's probably heading in a bad direction. Like, that's, I, I get more that way now. Like, I look at it, and people call it judgmental all they want, but it's really me just looking at it with, like, cautious eyes going, the reason you're deciding to do this or be this or pursue this or run from this is not really coming from a place of health. It's coming from something different. And like, where is this going to take you? But I don't think it, I, I think of it less in the realm of, of you're, you're a bad person because of that. You're an evil person. You're a sinful person. Then just, this is an experience that you have right now. And you, you're in this place and you're more than likely going to change. You're going to see this differently yourself later on or or I'm going to see this differently or I don't know I, I'm just I'm just open to a lot of it now again it's I don't know I think being more aware of like <clears throat> mental health has changed because mm-hmm. a lot of it is like if I look at a behavior that's not healthy it's because you're, you're seeking to meet a need that's not being met somewhere else. Like you're trying to find something to meet a need within you. And the, the behavior that you're trying to meet that need with maybe isn't the healthiest way you could be doing that. So when you find, when you treat that illness, you can find healthier ways to meet that need. Like I, I see that with all the ADHD research that I do. Like so much of it is I'm just chasing dopamine and there are healthy ways to chase dopamine and harmful ways to chase dopamine. And I think I I see behavior that way a lot more than I would see it as like, that's a bad one and that's a good one. It's more, that's not the most productive way you could be handling that or that's not, which I, I think a lot of that for me has come from teaching as well. I'm not, when a kid does something that I don't like, I'm not necessarily like, no, that's bad. 
quit doing that because that's bad. It's more, what do you need that you're not getting right now? Like, what kind of attention do you need or what are you trying to accomplish? How can we reroute that to make it more effective? Well, and two, you know, is like the qualifications for a minister was always this idea that a pastor, minister has to be perfect. And if you're not, then you can't preach. Yeah. Because if you're not, then how can you get up and tell other people how they're wrong? I mean, that's the, really the concept behind that is how can you do that? And, and I mean, it says above reproach. So I, get, I, I mean, I got it. I'm not denying that there's a, there's not a aspect where that's, you need to practice what you preach. But I think that's the, the place where I'm at now. It's more of the aware of the plank in my own eye when I'm looking at the splinter in somebody else's eye. Like I'm getting more to that place of, I also know that my thoughts aren't, I don't trust my thoughts enough to even make that determination. Mm-hmm. Like call it, you know, call it humility, call it whatever, but it's just, it's definitely not a place of that. I think I even have the right to stand up and say this or that, you know, it's like, I don't even trust my own motives. So I'm, I, how can I really come from a place of authority in your life and say this or that? Well, I think the reason why I've been pondering is because my boss at work grew up Catholic. Now, she's not practicing, um, but she still she grew up Catholic school, the whole thing. So she still holds true to some of those beliefs. Um, And so she asks questions or, you know, we just talk about things. And then we have several families um, who come in the office who are either holiness or, you know, there's a Baptist one, but they still dress that way. Fundamental. So they, you know, they all are long skirts, long hair, long sleeves. Um, One of them is obviously a no birth control kind of deal. And so it just makes me question where I am. Like, because there's one of those moms who is super friendly and nice and you know, and there's one of them that is not, and you just know when she looks at you that she's judging everything about you. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Is that your judgment about her? Uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> so it makes me think, I used to think that way. I used to think that it, things were so black and white, but they're just not. They're just not that black and white. And in order for us to love the way God has told us to, we can't view things that way. I think I just feel guilty about what we've taught people. 
And I kind of want to know, like, what sin actually has long-term effects? Like, you have to tell a small child, don't touch that stove, it's hot. And then they learn that it's going to hurt them. It's really going to cause significant damage if they do it. Some of the things that we told people were going to cause significant damage really don't. at the end of that. I don't know. Mom just wants to issue an apology. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think those things can cause significant damage if you are in the mindset to let it. I think Speaking that... as one of the three people, four people in this room who have recently gone through therapy. Yes. <laughs> But when you when you believe something a person says and you think you have to live by it, mm-hmm. sometimes the trying to live by it is what causes the damage. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So it's not necessarily the behavior that's causing the damage. It's the lingering guilt and the... The weight that you give it. Well, and being in a cycle. Like, I think... Like the ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. I told mom the other day, I follow a girl on TikTok, and she's called the ADHD nutritionist. And she talks about the, the... connections between ADHD and food and one of the things she talks about is that people with ADHD are prone to binging behaviors when it comes to food Um, especially if you feel like you have to withhold certain foods from yourself and one of her biggest struggles was ice cream so she talks about how she overcame her struggle with ice cream by keeping ice cream in her house and giving herself permission to eat it when she wanted it and she said when I first started keeping it in the house um You know, I ate it a lot because I was making up for all this time I had denied myself. Because she said she denied herself, quote-unquote, ice cream for forever. And that would lead her to going out and getting it and binging it. Or she would, like, finish out her roommate's ice cream and then go buy another one and, like, scoop a little bit out of that one to make it look like she hadn't eaten any of it. Like, unhealthy behaviors like that. So when she started keeping it in her own home... For a couple of months, she was overeating ice cream because she was fulfilling a need. But the longer it was in there and the more she gave herself permission, she'd say, it's okay that I want this. I can always get more later. And eventually it was not so overwhelming. It was just like, yeah, sometimes I eat ice cream and it's not a big deal. So it's just that feeling of I can't have it so I want it and then I have too much and then I feel really bad. And then I feel really bad, so I want some more of it. <laughs> it's like a cycle of harmful behavior. I don't know. Yeah, I think, especially any kind of legalistic 
view of Christianity is going to lead you to that because I can't do this thing, but I'm prone to do this thing. But then when I do that thing, I feel guilty, so I try to avoid that thing. But then the stress of that makes me want to thing, whatever that may be. Yeah. And Which, that's what does the damage over the long term is the struggle with your morals and your conscience and your what you think is supposed to be right. It's not necessarily the behavior itself. Mm-hmm. And I th- that just makes me think of the purity culture because of how staunch it was. Like, you shouldn't hold hands because holding hands will lead to... <laughs> dancing. <laughs> uh-huh. And dancing the dark side. <laughs> I mean, it was so extreme. Well, and it's a very obvious example of the where is the line discussions. Like, okay, but can I do this? Is this too close? Mm-hmm. Like the whole you have to keep one foot on the floor when you're like in a co-ed visiting, like dorms have always done that. Like when you have a visitor that's of the opposite sex, that you have to keep one foot on the floor the whole time, <laughs> which just means you have to get creative. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but is this too far? Like, you know, if I can kiss, well then can I do this? And like, how far can I take that? And it's so just. So it's the Amish, is it the Amish that do soaking? Mormons. Mormons that do soaking. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I've seen TikToks about that. You don't know what soaking is? Jerry? I had to oh, look it up. Oh, who wants to? Emily. Emily. Emily, Emily explain soaking to us. I mean, it's basically intercourse with no movement. It's a penetration. Penetration. Mm. With no movement. With no movement. But. But. <laughs> have somebody else rock the bed to create so it, you but have, you're not actually moving. Now so, you have three the people thing around you is just four. So, four. Uh, so <laughs> yes, soaking. Okay, that is ludicrous. But there's when a lot. said soaking. That was not at all. Yeah, not that's like how is that? I mean, soaking? I don't even know how you get. I I would love to. I, I want to know the, the line I need to that read. was drawn. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need to read up on this a little bit. The penetration is not necessarily intercourse. The intercourse yeah, how is, is movement. How is that okay? Uh-huh. The motion, I don't know. The That's motion the part. of the ocean is the bad <laughs> but, part. Yeah, like the reason I... Like, it's not the boat leaving the dock. The video I saw it on was a guy said... What's, or pulling into the dock at that matter. Well, a guy said, what's, what's the college in Utah that they own all the Mormons? Brigham. Brigham. Yeah, he was him, yeah. he was interviewing people at BYU and he was like, "What's the craziest thing that's happened to you while you were at BYU?" And she said, "I shook the bed for a couple that was soaking." And I was like, "What does that mean?" So then I was scrolling through the comments, uh-huh. like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's what that means. But uh-huh. there was a line. There was a line, and they figured a way around it. So are they like, "Hey, faster! <laughs> hey, can you do that a little faster?" That's really well, gross. <laughs> again. <laughs> I just don't understand. No. I mean, how do you find that line? It's like, dude, no, I didn't do anything. I just put it in there. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's fine then. It's like, yeah, okay. You can still get pregnant. Yeah. I'm just 
There's three people involved. There's still no, nudity. Four. There's still new. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but there was a line. Yeah. And they they found a rule, and they were like, "Here's how I get around the rule," and mm-hmm. and I'm still guilt free because. But you're not rule. really. Depending, I know, but depending on the culture you live in, you're probably not actually guilt free because it's imposed upon you. <laughs> That's what you get for not talking this week. (laughs) You're going to sit over and not talk. We're going to pull you out at the worst moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works. (laughs) Another thing. This is a little more extreme. I listened to a podcast. I don't know where this is going. (laughs) I'm nervous. Yay. And it was this 15-year-old teenage boy. Okay? And he murdered this couple. And he, they were saying, this is a true psychopath. So they, their point was, listen to what he says and how he says these things. Because there's obviously some deeper issues. And he, he murdered this old couple just because their door was unlocked. Like, he didn't pick them up for any other reason that that was the house the door was unlocked. Just easy access. Yeah. But he had been planning, like he had been thinking. He said, when I look at people, my mind automatically starts planning their death and how I'm going to kill them. Oh. Yeah. And so, because he was 15, the courts had to decide whether or not to try him as an adult. Yeah. And because of the crime and how... A lack of remorse horrendous it was because he he stabbed them like like 30 sometimes each (coughs) and he cut them open and he put a glass inside one of them and he put the cell phone inside the other one like he did things because he was experimenting Mm -hmm. and so when you hear about people like that explaining like this is what goes on in my brain when this is when I'm doing this. Like, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to live in society, you know. Mm-hmm. But there is something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what's your point? Sometimes it's not sin for the sake of sin. Sometimes it's a deeper issue. Sometimes it's not people just sinning because they want to sin or okay, they've been given permission. The word out. So, yeah. I would argue that most behaviors are a result of a deeper brain chemistry. <clears throat> yeah. Some of them just happen to be Worse. murderous. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think you could probably make that argument for most behaviors. 
that one just happens to be destructive. Yeah. But I think what you're touching on is more of a punishment versus rehabilitation response. I don't that really one. know what I'm touching on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, other, I don't <laughs> other, I than, going. other than I spent the majority of my life avoiding sin. What I was taught was sin. What I thought was sin. What I'd been told was sin. So, let me, let me, devil's advocate again. By what Jesus says on the Sermon on the Mount, okay, there's, there's no difference sin-wise between him and someone who hates. Mm -hmm. It's the same weight. Mm -hmm. So, it, I mean, I'm going to circle back to what I said 30 minutes ago. Is It's the Romans 3.23. You know what Romans 3.23 is? Remind me. All have sinned. Romans, it's, it, I mean, yes. So that's, I mean, it's everybody. So that's, that's the difference in the perception because we had a list. You can't make it when you, when you fully go Romans 3.23. Now you can, you can get into the original sin conversation you know what original sin is? Okay, you can get into the original sin conversation and say we're born with it, whatever, or... Yeah, maybe it's maybe Maybe it's maybe. <laughs> or, or Irene, that's what where mine is. But it, it's... But it's everybody, one way or the other, whether born or you did it. So... You just got to get past. You got to get away from the list idea, and that's a complete. That's a complete reboot from where we lived, forty years of our lives. And I think we can acknowledge. <clears throat> we understand the list mentality of sin now to be wrong. That is an incorrect way of looking at the gospel. Is living by a list of don't behaviors. I just keep thinking of that C.S. Lewis quote where he's like, he who hath but looked upon a plate of ham and eggs has committed breakfast with it in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> is, it, is it the Sermon on the Mount where he says, if you look upon a woman with lust, mm -hmm. it's the same as adultery. But C.S. Lewis says, if you look upon a plate of ham and eggs, it's the same as eating breakfast. <laughs> You're distracted now. I'm not. I just... I want there to be an end result, and I don't think there is one. Nope. Because I don't even know what that should be. Nope. Well, that's... When you posed the question, I was like, this ain't gonna go anywhere. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just... not used to living without a list. <laughs> 
not really sure I don't know I'm, I'm a list person I mean all of those 110 commandments that you talked about earlier how many times has dad preached from the pulpit that it's really only two commandments <laughs> love God and love people so if your behavior springing out of that I think you're okay if your behavior springing out of not loving God or not loving people then your yeah. behavior is a problem problematic it literally is one litmus there it, you go it is it is one litmus and yeah like they don't but the law of love is hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's the simple. The law of love is hard. It's simple, but it's hard. It's hard because <laughs> when you do look at people and they're doing things that you're like, oh, this is going to jack you up, man. <laughs> like, this is really going to jack you up. Like, what do you, what do you do? How do you, how do you help? How do you truly love them? And that's the hard part. That's the messy part. Well, and that's when you get into what's your role in a person's life. Because from a parental point of view, if you love your children, you're going to correct them. It's not loving to let your children do whatever the heck they want because they're going to turn into terrible human beings. But you don't have that authority over most people in your life. You don't have the authority to just walk up to any given person and parent them. <laughs> Darn. But, I mean, I think we are seeing... We are seeing a fatherless generation. Yes. We we see a generation that is absolutely left to their own devices. Yes. And that that's not loving. That's neglect. Yeah, it on the parent side that is not but for if if they are in your life and you are not in that role, like that's where to me it gets messy of what <clears throat> is my role with <clears throat> you? Like what role what rights do I have as far as correcting your behavior? How when is it just judgment for the sake of judgment and when is it correction? Mm -hmm. You know? I think that's the messy part. And and to get to those places you've got to be able to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I had growing up in church is I couldn't ask questions because you were question you know, we've talked about it on here, but you were questioning. Instead of just trying to learn. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, it's, it's just, society's that way right now. You can't question anything. No. If you do, you're automatically labeled, labeled something. Like, no, dude, I just don't understand. I do not understand. Mm -hmm. And the answer is, well, you don't have to understand. You just have to just accept, accept it. accept it. It was like, no. No, I don't. Well, that sounds a lot like It's the church. The church. It's because it's a religion. They can, people can, that's where I get, I get, Susie, so that's where I'm trying to be quiet because I get frustrated on this really fast. Mm -hmm. I get, I'm, I'm sick of the culture right now on that side. I'm sick yeah. of it because it's, they, it, the groups can't even agree within themselves and then they're expecting us from the outside to accept everything and we're going like, you guys aren't even saying the same things. And so I need to, listen, I will work within whatever parameter I can, but there seems like the parameter is based off of your feeling at the moment, and that can't work. Yeah. That can't, that's an unreal expectation of other people. And so 
and again, I, that frustration goes way deep because I grew up in that to where it was like, okay, I see what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. See how you live. I see that you're really not loving. So here's my questions. And it was just, bless God, the Bible says it, so I believe it. Mm-hmm. Eh, no. No. Well, and when asking a question is taken <coughs> as a threat. Like yeah. Every question is, well, that's a threat to my belief system. But I can't help you, like, I can't support your belief system. I don't understand it. And to understand it, i got to ask questions. Because <laughs> I don't understand, you know, like that. That's always been the church's strategy is no don't question just accept and now i think it's being turned against the church and they're not handling it well so that's part of like the cultural war we're seeing now between all of these different political groups it's a different well it's a different group in power right now there's a there's a different societal power Mm -hmm. and so it's i mean that's different it really is different as far as being in conservative usa where we're at well, and you like you talked about the '50s earlier. Like in the '50s, the, the societal norms as far as morals just happened to match the 101 commandments. You know, like it. Mm-hmm. The the societal moral structure just happened to be the same as the religious structure. So there wasn't a lot of competition. It wasn't a big deal if somebody wanted to put the Ten Commandments in a courthouse because it was like, yeah, okay. That's fine because that's our list too. But then, every like that structure, religion is being, even within the church, people who are regularly attending church are seeing religion as, I mean, we don't want to live by that list anymore. The list is wrong. So, I don't know. It's like a weird snowball effect in There's every direction. There's always a list. Yeah. There's always Somebody's a list. Somebody's got a list. It's according to who who is able to write the list of the day. Who is the list holder? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so we grew up trying to follow a list and thinking that if we didn't follow the list to a T, God would not love us. Okay. Now, I believe God loves me no matter what, in spite of however you want to phrase that. So, it causes me to have to view other people under that light also. And things that I was told were sins... I don't necessarily believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it it just so it makes me realize, helps me realize that God is so much more than. We ever understood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like we have limited his ability to match our ability. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying not to do that anymore. And it's, it's hard, it's harder for me to do that for myself Mm -hmm. 
than it is for me to do that for you. I can do that for you pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Do what? Not give you a list. Okay. <laughs> Mom has a list for herself. I'm having a hard time letting go of the list. Gotcha. So what's on the list? I don't know. You know, I don't know. You got it. There's a list. There's a list. I don't always know what's on the list. She knows when she sees it. (laughs) Or when she does it. When you (laughs) check or uncheck something. I don't even know which one you would say on that. You violate something on the list, you know it. I guess. Or... Or if I'm reminded of something that was on the list, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you're a better person than I am. (laughs) I sat here, are you kidding? Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Like I said, you're the most innocent minded person I know. Yeah, I'm naive. Yeah, that's not the word I'm using. Then. Yeah, you're naive, but it's because of you're an innocent person. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about me. Well, you so brought is the list. list for you or for other people? She's saying it's easier to let go of the list on behalf of other people than it is to let go of the list okay. for herself. I see. But... But Dad's point is that all the rest of us are naturally bent to not necessarily be kind toward other people. In fact, we find great joy in making fun of other people. (laughs) Yeah. And Mom is usually the one that's like, that's not nice. (laughs) Because she's better than us. I say multiple times a day that I know I'm not a good person. I will precede a statement with, so I'm not a good person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and no one disagrees. Because <laughs> you vocalize everything that you think. Exactly. You know, the hardest thing for me in this podcast is keeping it clean. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. I don't really know what, if there was a point to this or not, but. Do you feel less conflicted? Not really. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. So Jeanette's struggling with sin. <laughs> there you go. I'm just trying to get you to sin a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, the biggest sinners in a room aren't even talking. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, one of them immediately is like, oh yeah, I know what soaking is. <laughs> I'm not going to talk this whole thing. Oh, soaking. <laughs> yeah, we know what that is. I saw that on the internet. <laughs> I was watching videos. <laughs> Ew, don't you say it like that. <laughs> Hear my history. If anything happens, that's why I use a private browser. 
<laughs> don't use a private browser. She doesn't. It's actually, I'm always shocked at what Emily will just openly Google. <laughs> oh, no. And not even care. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Work computer. Listen, I'm the guy that works in IT. I know what we see from behind the curtain. The other day, we're having a conversation in the room about, I get into way too much girl talk in my room. We're having a conversation, and we were talking about weight and, you know, how women are about their weight, and and um, one certain part of women's weight came up, and I was like, I'm going to Google that. What is the average weight of boobs? <laughs> that varies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're accurate. Don't yeah. think the numbers are accurate. That, that, there's no way there can be an but, average. Uh, well, I can tell you what they said, but, but yeah, I mean, same thing. It's just, you know what? I'm going to Google it, and it's a question in my brain. I've got to answer that question. And I'm afraid to Google things because <coughs> what if something happens and they think I did it, and they look on my history and they're like, oh, yeah. What are you Googling? What are you Googling? I don't Google. How to, how to get rid of a body? Like, yeah, how to murder my husband and make it look like an accident? You, like that, probably. You've already listened to all the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. What else can you do? You don't do? have to Google it. I sleep listening Dateline. Yeah. Oh, you don't I have to it. Google it. You already have a whole, like, train load of knowledge in your brain. Dateline I do. podcast is my new current obsession. I love Dateline. There's just so many episodes of it. So Sword can... and Scale. I'm stuck on Sword and Scale right now. I listen to that one. Hey, they don't advertise for us. <laughs> I'm just caught up on all my other true crime podcasts, so I had to go to something else. Branch out. See? She's talking about murder. I know. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to Russell Moore. <laughs> Theology in the Raw. Yeah, I like Russell Moore. Uh, I, was, I listened to Keller today before, before I listened to another I listened murder. to Murder Only. God. Exclusively Death. Exclusively Death. That should be in the name of a podcast. Should. <laughs> Should. Exclusively death. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, I don't want to know about all death. No, some of mine's like... Emily's Sexual are, assault. Yeah, thing. are somehow worse than murder. Oh. Yeah. Trigger yeah. warning. What's the one that you listen to? <laughs> um, Something Was Wrong. Something Was Wrong. Oh, I listened to a few of those. That one is so hard to listen to. <laughs> Not when you've listened to it a lot. Yeah. It's just... Not when you don't care. Yeah, I'm desensitized. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I've I've moved on. See, there's a point... There was a point in our religious history when that would have been maybe mm-hmm. sinful because mm-hmm. you know you're filling your brain with all that evil and mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's you're just I looking you're just looking for a demon filling my brain with knowledge to am, prevent that from you're just looking <laughs> for a demon you just want to <laughs> yeah. be possessed I am saying one of those things where it's like this is probably not healthy <laughs> <laughs> it's but, either but, you're coming from a place of not health <laughs> or heading to a place of not health <laughs> But, but there's no in between here. Oh, I think I'm like not health already. <laughs> this is you a symptom. This, helps my anxiety this is a symptom or a cause. <laughs> That's what this is. You said I am innocent. You know what they say is really Just in bad your for behavior, anxiety. Your listening, history. listening to or watching the news. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to or watch the news anymore. The news. I, to death. I the she news. Does get yeah, I hate the news. So. 
I hate the news. I get WPSD alerts. It's not like that. (laughs) You get get traffic alerts (laughs) from anything that happens crash-wise. Yeah, and it helps my commute a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Mom's finished. I don't know what the point was. There doesn't have to be a point, you know? Would you like to share the most difficult thing that you deal with? (laughs) (coughs) Leave a comment. (laughs) I don't know where we don't have Instagram anymore. Oh, it's still there because you know it's really hard to delete them. It is very difficult to delete an Instagram. So if, if any listeners out there know how to delete an Instagram. <laughs> Man. There's this this website. <laughs> no, we're scared to Google things. Google. <laughs> Emily's not. Let her do it. What if, <laughs> what if something happens and they think it was me? <laughs> what if why Instagram she, crashes? Why is she hiding that Instagram it? account? Yeah. <laughs> what if Instagram crashes and they think we did it? Yeah. So what we figured out is... What we figured out is voting Democrat is a sin. <laughs> is that what that's how I was raised? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't raised that way because my dad oh, worked was, for the union. Yeah, yeah you it's were, voting Democrat isn't a sin unless they're black, <coughs> and then you can't vote Democrat because that's what happened. <laughs> Ethan said it. I didn't say it at all. I'm just saying <laughs> what happened. Canceled. <laughs> Heavy sarcasm. Um. <laughs> hmm. I really kind of forgot about that. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to reschedule that wedding. <laughs> How many more episodes do we have before... Well, shit, it's been a month since the last one. It's 37 days. It has not been that long. It's been at least three weeks. We've been going three weeks. 37 days. Maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. (laughs) One or two, depending on... We're going to do it from the honeymoon suite. Can the next podcast be happy? (laughs) Next podcast from Pigeon Forge. From Pigeon Forge. (laughs) It is a three-bedroom house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, this has been the family that podcasts together. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>